Hebrews 11 and verse 21. By faith, Jacob, when he was a dying, blessed both the sons of Joseph and worshiped, leaning upon the top of his staff. By faith, Jacob, when he was a dying, blessed both the sons of Joseph and worshiped, leaning upon the top of his staff. Amen. My title today is Leaning Forward on Faith. Leaning Forward on Faith. Amen. Jesus, pray you take this scripture and the words that will follow we pray that faith would come by hearing hearing by the word of god everybody said in jesus name you all may be seated thank you amen this morning i woke up earlier than i would normally want to on sunday morning i usually wake up about around six o'clock on sunday mornings I've started using an app on my phone that uh, measures my sleep and how deep I go and how many times I come in and out of deep sleep. And, and it will wake me up within a window when my sleep is shallow. Because if you wake up when you're in a light sleep, you feel better than if it, what you wake up in out of a deep sleep. It works great for me. Maybe it's psychological and I need all the psychological help I can get. So, two hours before my alarm was set, about four o'clock, I wake up with a song in my mind, in my heart. It's not my voice singing, so it was really pretty, really beautiful song. And uh, it, it, I, couldn't go, I couldn't go back to sleep. And I did write down the words here, but I don't really feel like singing them to you right now, but... I don't know, you may be missing out or you may be being blessed, but be that as it may, on this November the 17th, I stand in the congregation of the people of God and proclaim, God has been good to me. Amen. God has been good to me. Can you, how many of you feel that way? God has been good to me. One of the memories I have in sharpest relief is the sight and sounds of saints, old saints, and their testimonies and the worship that flowed from their lives. Though at times weak and frail, and in my eyes so very old, there was a light of unshakable faith that exuded from their lives. I can make a list of names, however, probably each of you have your own list of people that exemplified old faith. And in the scripture text I read to you today, Jacob, blind Jacob, old Jacob, there at the, the latter part of his life, even while he was a dying, the Bible says that he blessed both the sons of Joseph leaning upon the top of his staff. 
You know, if you just read that and don't engage your mind, you may read right over that. But that Scripture has within its text a beautiful story. Jacob standing there at the end of his life, he understood there were some things that he had experienced in his life. He remembered the turmoil and strife that he had with his brother Esau. He remembers the time that his father blessed him and he remembers the time when when, when things didn't go like he expected them to. But in the midst of it all, God blessed Jacob. God blessed him in the promised land and God blessed him in the land of Laban. Wherever Jacob was, when the, the toll was taken at the end of the spreadsheet, Jacob was blessed by God. Somebody say praise the Lord. And they're leaning on the top of his staff. Jacob is leaning on the top of his staff. And he remembers how good God has been to him. Mama, he has been so good to me. He remembers the day. If you understand how much Jacob loved Joseph, the Bible tells us that he was favored among his brothers. I wouldn't say that the way that he treated all his sons was probably the way I would do it. I try to be very non-partial to my sons. I try to not let any of them think that I love one more than the other. But, but Jacob didn't do that. He had a favorite. He wasn't ashamed of it. It probably was because he was the son of, of Rachel who he only had one son from. And he even at one time took and made Joseph a special coat, a blessing, a coat of many colors. And there leaning on the top of his staff, he remembers the day they brought that old torn bloody coat into his presence. His sons never said what it meant his sons never told him what had happened. He saw the bloody coat and he assumed, he believed that his dreamer was dead. And he grieved the death of Joseph for decades. Even in the latter part of his life when famine came, he was still grieving the loss of Joseph who he thought was dead. He thought he was dead. Thought he was dead. And that day, the, 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 the brothers came home. The brothers of Joseph came home and told Jacob, Joseph is alive. He, he couldn't believe it. Because he had been believing that Joseph was dead all these years. All these years, he had mourned the death of the dreamer. All these years, he had that bloody coat probably in some special box. And, and he probably sometimes would go and open the box and pull out that old coat and hold that coat and grieve over Joseph that he thought was dead. The Bible tells us that after his sons told in the report, Joseph is alive, the Bible says that he looked up and he saw the wagons Wagons loaded down with food and grain and blessing. The Bible says that when 
Jacob saw the wagons. He is, his faith revived and he believed that Joseph, who he thought was dead, was in fact alive. And he was able to make the journey from Canaan to Egypt and he found that his son, the dreamer, was not dead, but he was more than just alive. God had favored him in the land of Egypt and he was the most powerful, most glorious, most wise, most known and recognized man in all the world. He didn't even know that was his boy till that day. <clears throat> and the Bible says that in that time, uh, Joseph said, well, I've had a few sons. And, 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 and Jacob says, I, I want to bless your sons. He said, Ephraim and Manasseh, they're not your sons. They're my sons. I am going to claim them as mine so that I can give you a double portion. Amen. I'm going to bless you through your children. Can I tell you that God does that for us today? God blesses us through our children. God will let will give them things that you believed in. God will bless them with things that you prayed for. Just keep on just keep on being a child of God even in the midst of disappointment when you think the dreamer has died. Keep on serving God. God will bless your children with things that you will never put your hands upon. There he is, blind, Jacob. But oh, Jacob could see a thing or two. He could see how the Lord had brought him out of such heartbreak. And though he could not see those two little boys, the Bible says that he brought the two boys between his knees. They were little boys. I remember when my little boys could walk between my knees. My little boys, I could put them on my shoulder. They were just little boys. And Joseph brought the little boys and they came between his knees and, and they, they, they walked up and toddled up there to old blind Jacob. And he blessed those boys. Joseph said, don't leave my bones in Egypt. You got to take my bones out of Egypt. I don't want, I don't want my bones to be in Egypt. Can I, I was thinking about this that there is something about faith that the longer you live for God, it just marinates your life. There is a virtue that just seeps it into, it seems like even into the bones of an old saint. Amen. You may not have as much skin and, 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 and cartilage and, and, and meat that you had when you were younger, but there's something in the bones. When, when you've been living for God, there's, there's something deep within you that's stronger than your strength and louder than your voice and clearer than your vision. I've been living for God and there's something I can see. Even if my eyes are blind, I believe that God has a purpose. God's going to bring my bones out of Egypt. Amen. The Bible tells us that many die in faith. Amen. And even some here today, you may not be part of those that are alive and remain, but your bones, God's going to quicken your bones together one day. And God's going to renew your body one day. And we together will meet the with the Lord. 
Amen. Can I tell you today, it doesn't matter how traumatic, it doesn't matter how disappointing, it doesn't matter how sorrowful life has been up to this point. Just because you think something's dead, we've been wrong before. We've been wrong. We've made wrong conclusions like Jacob. Jacob thought Joseph was dead, but Joseph was in the hand of God. Joseph was in the hand of God. And can I tell you, there's not a better place in the world than anybody can be in your life. Even those that maybe you've written off. Amen. Just leave them in the hands of God. God can take care of them better than you can. Amen. God can bring them out better than you can. Maybe God had to get him out. Amen. So that God could do something for him, through him, and ultimately for Jacob. Amen. God has been faithful to me. His goodness has not been dependent upon me. He was good when I was not. He's been present when I was checked out. He's been merciful when I was needful of it. As it has been written, the long suffering of the Lord is, is my salvation, is our salvation. It was just a few years ago that I felt the penetrating light shining down on my soul and drawing me into some divine purpose. Just a few, just a few days later, I finally surrendered and said, Okay, God, whatever you want me to do. And life and its results may not have turned out as grand or shiny or awesome or amazing as I might have imagined. However, in this life that is real, the life that we find ourselves living, there is a right, bright, shining reality. God is faithful. God is faithful. Can you say that with me? God is faithful. God is faithful. The Scripture is not timid in painting our heroes in all the blue shades of trouble and trials. The dark hues of the purple found in the bruising. The crimson stain in the blood that flows. And the salty tears of disappointment that seems to be crushing. And the starkest of contrast, the most faithful experience, the greatest betrayals. We see perfectly good and righteous people experiencing tragedy and unspeakable loss. We see ones that the reported best of hearts committing unspeakable sins. However, in these darkest of shades, there shines the the lights of the brightest and glorious grace as it is summarized no doubt in the shaky hands holding the oldest of faithful pens. I have been young and now I am old yet I have not seen the righteous forsaken nor their seed begging bread. Let me tell you that keep on holding on when it seems like the world is falling apart because there's a blessing coming not just to you children too. Amen. 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 I have been young and now I am old, but I have never seen the righteous forsaken, nor their seed begging bread. I have been young and now I am old. Not as old as some, but a lot older. I found the older I get, the younger old becomes. <laughs> 
Amen. I remember seeing people in their 40s. I think, man, they're so old. Now that I'm in my 50s, people in their 40s are, are so young. It's amazing how perspective changes as life swiftly transitions around you. Amen. I, I'm blessed to be raised around the church. Amen. I know everybody doesn't have that testimony. You may not have that testimony, but you have an opportunity to give your children that testimony. Amen. And I found that the longer I live for God, the same songs with the same words and the same keys can mean so much more than they did before. Scriptures that no doubt were a treasure to me as a child. How does something that is a treasure become more rich? Maybe it's like a bond that gathers interest and though the paper doesn't change and the stated value on the paper doesn't change, there is an accumulation of interest in my heart. There's an accumulation of appreciation. Like the virtue that builds up in the bones, there's a depth. There is a breadth. There's a length. There's a width to know, to experience, to see, to taste the love of God. Hallelujah. I've never seen the righteous forsaken, nor their seed begging bread. No doubt that Scripture meant something to me. Amen. When I was a young father and my babies were born, it, it meant a lot to me. Amen. I could look at those little babies. Amen. They're... they're, they're dimples in their fat and, and the sparkle in their little bitty eyeballs and that wonderful precious presence that comes out of their forehead anybody know what I'm talking about those baby foreheads they're just wonderful I remember them being little and that scripture meant a lot to me but you know at some point amen I'll probably have grandchildren and that scripture will mean more to me then than it means to me now. There's an old song I've got more to go to heaven for than I had yesterday. There is something about the accumulation of virtue, the accumulation of interest, the accumulation of appreciation that God is a wonderful, merciful God. Jacob leaning on his staff. Blind Jacob. Dying Jacob. Leans forward on his staff. See if I can find what he said. So good. Uh, and, and this is what it says in the Old Testament. And he blessed Joseph and said, God, before whom my fathers Abraham and Isaac did walk, that God, the God which led me all my life long unto this day, the angel which redeemed me from all evil, bless the lads. Say that with me, bless the lads. And let my name be named on them. In the name of my fathers Abraham and Isaac, and let them grow into a multitude in the midst of the earth. 
Amen. I'm glad today on this Sunday morning at 11.45, let's stand together. I can tell you that I have great confidence. Without a doubt, God's been good to me. I received the baptism of the Holy Ghost evidence by speaking in tongues when I was six years old. God called me into ministry at the age of 12. And a lot of things that have happened, a lot of water under the bridge, a lot of spilt milk, a lot of great blessings. And, and somebody could come up here and try to persuade me that God's not good. There would be no persuading me. I know God has been good to me. But just as persuaded as I am of what God has done for me in my life, as old blind dying Jacob, leaning forward on his staff to bless his grandchildren of the son he thought was dead. I don't think anybody could have persuaded old Jacob that God's not good. I believe he knew God had been good to him and he had confidence that God was going to be good to his grandchildren like he had been to who he thought was dead son. How many, how many of you know God wants to be good to everybody? And specifically those that love Him. To those that fear Him. To those that call upon His name. You're blessed. But your children will be greater blessed if you'll just keep on leaning on the top of your staff. Somebody say praise the Lord. Can we raise our hands in the name of Jesus? God, I want to be faithful and true. I want you, Lord Jesus, to allow the virtue and the accumulation of the blessing that you have put in the bones of my father, Lord, and the bones of my mother, Lord, and the bones, Lord Jesus, of every apostolic person, Lord, that has deposited grace and goodness in my life. God, I pray that that virtue, Lord, would be in my bones and even greater, let it be in the bones of these young men and these young women, these boys and these girls. Lord God, every soul that is here today, I pray for some of that accumulated virtue, God, to drip down on their lives. Let them be blessed today. Let them be blessed this week. Lord, let their hearts and their minds be, be tuned. Let them be expecting that, that God, if you were good to them any time in the past, you're going to be good to them in the days to come because you are a good